Well, let's start with – there's a lot to digest there. Uh, let's start with the Max Kellerman show on Friday. So I've, I've talked about this before because I've done – now, generally speaking, I was supposed to do two straight weeks of Max's show. So – but then Max decided to do the show in the middle somewhere, like, and do certain shows and not others. So I didn't do, like, five straight days each week, but I did several days. And I had already scheduled it with Greg, who's one of the bosses around here. Like, hey, if I'm going to be Greg's doing double, boss? he is one of them. Corporate one of boss. Them. Right. One of them. Yeah. Hey, middle boss. management. Yeah, he is yeah, middle I, management. I, I like middle assistant. management better. Boss he, okay, just sounds too respectable. Okay, he's middle management, but he's in okay. charge of our schedule. How about that? And albeit as we know that sometimes that schedule can be a bit convoluted and there can be four emails uh, regarding said schedule. Very Nonetheless, impressed with, Very impressed with the one text, Greg. Yes. Very Nonetheless, impressive. yes, he gave us our whole week's schedule. Thank you, Greg. I do that uh, every week. Yeah. None, well, you've been doing helpful. it for a couple of weeks. Don't Very say helpful. Text, though. Text yeah. is different. Yeah. No, he You're... did it on text the last two or three weeks. I oh, was I just blocking him then? Pretty yes. much. No. Yeah. Yeah. You've got it on mute. That's what I do. I mute the conversation sometimes. He's very chatty. You know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, sometimes it's just too much. But yeah. anyway, nonetheless... I had scheduled with him weeks in advance. Hey, since I'm going to be doing two shows for two weeks, like, let me just, I'm just going to take the Fridays off since I'm already working one show before. And he's like, no problem. So it's not my fault that Max all of a sudden decided to work a couple of days. Um, which, by the way, was nice to see Max because I was at the event on Saturday, as Chris alluded to, which was a fun event. Yeah, I, I was curious about that. I saw your picture of you and Stephen A. Well, we and... got to get to Stephen A, too. Uh, completely separate of that jacket. Do right. You have to. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, for a moment, I think we should address it. Just so I, much I have, I, I have some thoughts. I have some personal you thoughts. You know, I got some thoughts. Yeah, and and as usual, I think I'll just jump on board and say, yeah, I got some thoughts too. But I did see you on Saturday night on Twitter. I did at I this was. UFC event. Which, by I the did. way, um, I'm going to just say one thing. I'm a hype buyer. Conor McGregor <laughs> is such a hype master. You, you, that, you were a hype buyer? Get out of here. Right, I know. Like, he sold me on the hype. I actually right. really believed yeah. that McGregor was going in there to win. Oh, and, no. and at the end of it all, at the end of the first round, not only was he getting annihilated, not only did he break his leg for the entire world to see, but he sat there still yapping, and Poirier comes off looking like a class act all the way, and McGregor comes off looking like a fool. I mean... The this only thing I want to see, say again, LZ. This is different. How? Well, well, it different because he was dominant at one stretch. Like there yeah, was. But he's that. always looked like a fool. Was my point. Oh, well, right, right. But that's well, the difference. Is the difference is that he at one point he had an amazing winning streak in the UFC, which in a sport that let's face it, like you know anybody can get beat. Like that's not the part of it. But um, yeah, I I just think he's gotten old, and there's been a lot of inactivity because he's made a ton of money. And, you know, you're not as hungry when you've made a lot of money. Like, that sport, it's hard, man. Like, you got these guys go out there, most of them. And gals. Right? And gals, yes. These go, guys and gals, yes, because that's right. There was, uh, there, on the main card, there was a, uh, a woman's fight as well. Um, and they go out there, to your point, Cap and LZ. And a lot of these guys, they, they don't make, I mean, I mean, they make money, right? But they don't make, like, hundred million dollars or whatever connor made to fight floyd mayweather right so they're putting their bodies on a line in a more brutal sport than even boxing or football or any of these sports that we watch generally and it's harder to stay that hungry when you've made a lot of money and you're a little bit of a fat cat per se but that's why i bought the hype because my thought was 
this guy's already made his money. His bank accounts are full. He's got generational wealth, not because of his fighting career, but because he sold this whiskey company. So for him to still get in the ring. Well, and the fighting career, the Floyd Mayweather money was huge too. But but for him to still get into the octagon, that must mean, this is my thought, deep, deep, deep down inside of his heart and in his soul, he's still a fighter and a guy who wants to be a champion and wants to be great. Like, that's what I was thinking. And then Dustin Poirier showed, no, no, no. I'm the champion here. I'm the guy who fights with all the heart and emotion. And he's the guy who talks and sells the fight. And I'm the guy on the other end of the TV that's buying all the hype. I bought it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. And that's exactly what they were hoping for. Because he draws casual fans um, because of that. Um, now he, he used to draw them in because he was dominant as I was talking about earlier, but now it's, it's a lot less about that. Uh, and Dustin Poirier is just a really good fighter. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's won like, I think seven of his last eight and he's won it against really good competition. The only guy he's lost to was the guy who just retired in Khabib Nurmagomedov, And that guy is unbeaten and incredible and might be the best in that class ever. Um, so Nonetheless, you bought the fight. They got your money. Yep. We got your money, so thank you. We, I mean, it does help you, Scott, too, because you are part of this company. Um, and, and look, I, he's a showman. But to Chris's point, if I would have broken my foot or whatever after the fight, yes, I would have done what Connor did. I would have dragged Joe Rogan right down to me and said, give me that damn microphone. I have things to say. Yeah, well, I got to say, I didn't understand a word he said. Speaking of needing an interpreter, maybe that's what Connor McGregor needs. I did not understand a word he said in that moment. Now, I'll give him his credit. He got a broken leg and he's still yapping away, but I don't understand a word he said. No, no. I, the, actually, what I did understand was really embarrassing which was him trying to make sure everyone knew it was a doctor's stoppage. Right. And I was like, or you could get up and try to finish this fight. <laughs> like, what's happening here? <laughs> you have a broken foot, ankle, yes. leg. Yes. Like, region of your body is n- yes. won't allow you to put any weight on it. Correct. And you're trying to make sure that it looks in the history books that you could have gone on had the doctors not stopped you. Right. And, I'm, and I just sat there and I was just like going, you see, this is why I don't elf with you. Like, I, 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 like, not just because of your sport, because I do like, you know, combat sports. It's not that at all. It's, it's him. It's right. just I don't like him. Yeah. And, and I don't and, think you need to do the things that he does to sell neither his, his brand nor the sport. I think oh, but uh, LZ, I, I think what he does, and, and I think that, you know, and, and look, I get it. It's not for everybody. Like, I, I get it. Um, I, I think that it, it's funny you mentioned that, right? So I mentioned, you know, Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, mm-hmm. beating Poirier. Now, obviously, he also beat Connor. Um, you know, he he kind of was the guy that that really put him down in a in a way that was uh, a mainstream situation where everybody was like, "Whoa, Connor lost!" Like these battle of a titans kind of thing. But you know, while he was beating Connor down in the fight, because Khabib is so impressive like he specifically talks about how he likes to maul people and he was beating connor up and he was literally yelling at him back in this fight many a couple of years ago he was like why don't you talk now huh where's your talking now say something say something while he's whooping his ass you know what i'm saying and connor when the when the round ends says it's just business it's just business so while it's not for everyone it's 
you know, and racism I know is never good business for me, George. I, I, I'm just going to. LZ, you I'm covered just, boxing, which I, is I'm, littered in that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, didn't, and, I didn't say that, you know, I didn't have a problem with it. Right. I absolutely certainly did. I'm just saying, yes, there is a way to market bigotry and, and racism. Right. Absolutely. I, that's why I don't F with him. Because I don't, I don't need you to be racist to get me into watching your sport. I need you to be compelling in that ring or compelling on that court to get me into your sport. I don't I, need I, you to say racist thing about Latino people in order to get more eyeballs on my fights. That's all. I, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I, but I'm different. I, I'm willing to separate the art from the artist in a lot of ways. Okay. Well, how about what he did on Sunday though? The next day after a three hour surgery, he posts a selfie video on Instagram still saying he's coming back for more. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, I bought the fight. You got my money. You sold me on the hype. But I've seen you get your ass handed to you. I've seen the elbows land to your face. I don't need to see you with a, a put-back-together leg go back in the ring for another beatdown. You, you sold me three times. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, he's got months of a recovery. Like, he, yeah, and and I, and more inactivity is not going to help him. Well, I'll tell you what, this Dustin Poirier, he came off looking like a class act, and I felt he, like such he a, is a jerk. class act, right? He's I felt a like such kid. a jerk. I'm like, he's the American guy who's a sweetheart of a guy, who's a total pros pro. After it's all said and done, he actually he said, is. "Hey, I hope I hope McGregor gets home to his family safely." He told everybody he was going to kill me. I was going to leave here in a in, a, in and, a and and you know what happened? Everybody was booing him. Well, yeah, you know what? And, and then he and, told them to go bleep themselves. Right, basically. and I was cheering for him going, I'm an idiot. I was rooting for the wrong guy. I'm right. on the Poirier side going forward. But, but that that's part of the, the, the allure. I, you're not alone. I'm sure there were uh, plenty of people at home, casuals, who are now attr attracted to watching Dustin Poirier fights because he's very good, to LZ's point. LZ likes a guy that wants to go in there and beat some ass and takes care of business and doesn't have to be a quote-unquote jerk about it. Right? No, no, no. So, you could, no, no, no. You can be a jerk. I don't want you to be racist. Okay, fair. So I can. You can be a jerk. I mean, I like Djokovic. I don't have a thing. I don't like not like jerks. But the racism part, monetizing racism, I have a problem with. Fair enough. Um, but nonetheless, people have have come away now. Going, I'm sure there are plenty of people just like you, Scott, that have said Dustin Poirier. That's my guy now. I love him. He's great. He's he's. I like his story. And that's what that's where they want to get your hooks. They get you. They, they get their hooks in, and that's what attracts people to the sport. You find a guy, you root for him, and that's it. You know, and then you find more guys that you root for or gals uh, that you root for, and that's it. Well, I feel like a dope for for rooting for Connor. You don't have in. to feel like a dope. No, I do. The, he was the name. Like well, he's the name people know. But I also feel like a dope because I honestly believed he was going to win the fight. Okay, well that <laughs> may be. Yeah, that's a different yeah, that's, story. Yeah. I can't really defend you there. Yeah, yeah. When was and the last time he won a fight? Connor you know, like, has now lost three of his last four. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember hmm. the last time he won a fight. We might have to start calling him Loner after a while. What's that? Lon oh, because he's taking the L's, right? There you go. <laughs> nice. How was the event, George? I mean, just seeing you uh, up there and watching it on TV, the uh, place was packed. The energy yeah, he was, was crazy. It, it was crazy. Uh, Donald Cerrone, Cowboy Cerrone, was his last uh, win. He's lost to Poirier the last two times. Um, so the event was crazy. Um, I mean, it was a packed house, man. Um, Vegas was hopping. It was very much Vegas on a big fight night. And... It, 
the place was going nuts. Like it was, you could feel the energy in, in the city. You could feel the energy regardless of where you were in the casino, certainly as you got into the arena. Um, I, I thought that the show was good. Like, I mean, I watched a lot of the show beginning with the stuff that was on the prelims on ESPN uh, while I was in the building. And, um, and certainly the main event. I thought the main event card outside of one fight, I, I know this one ended in a disappointing fashion because he broke his foot and they couldn't continue. But outside of this, the uh, Burns-Thompson uh, fight uh, before it, I thought all the other fights on the main event uh, card were awesome and fun. Um, What's, and the guy's I, name? What's the guy's name who beat up Greg Hardy, the former defensive oh, lineman? Tui, tui, oh, my God. Tui that guy Basa. cracked me up. He's tui leaving tui the ring, and he's yeah. drinking, drinking beers out of, out of a people's shoe. shoes. That cracked yes, me up. He calls it a shoey. Yes. Yeah, and I thought it was really funny, and my girlfriend and her girlfriend were like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He's gross. And I was like, that's hilarious. I it think is hilarious, that's great. and it's also gross. You're both right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it could be both. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Drinking out of someone else's shoe it, whether it's beer, alcohol, or whatever, disgusting. is gross, <laughs> but it's also funny, right? Like, I don't think those things are separate, necessarily. Couldn't, couldn't you know? get to or, funny. I was stuck on gross. Okay. I, I think it's both. I think it's funny. By the way, if you watch today's episode of Chael, the Chael Sonnen Show with me, George Zidano, uh, we had an extensive conversation about shoeys, including maybe one of us actually taking a shoey on the air. So I would put that go. on Chael before I put that on you, George. I'm so not sure. go to ESPN Plus. You may right. be surprised is all I'll say. Okay. Wow. Right. I wouldn't even think you would do that with your own shoe, let alone someone else's. Well, no, it was my shoe. No, oh, okay. I knew that was no, then, then Chael drank it. Okay. Well, we'll see. You have to watch ESPN Plus to see. I will do it. Okay. So anyhow, um, yeah, it was fun, dude. It was a blast. Um, I was in and out in one day because I, you know, my wife had to work on Sunday morning, so I had to come back as quickly as possible. I don't remember going in and out of Vegas in one day being that taxing mentally, um, but I was really tired on the drive back for sure. But, uh, I made it home at 1.30 in the morning. Fight ended at 9.30. I was in the car, gassed up, and hit the road at 9.55. And I wow, was ready impressive. To oh, so you didn't drink? Nope. You went to Vegas and didn't drink? Not one drink. Isn't Although that what I did Vegas have- is for? No, I did gamble. I did hit my – I have a lucky slot. So I have a luck. I don't play slots, but I have a lucky slot, okay? It's at the so Aria right. Hotel, and because my daughter's name, right? Aria mm-hmm. Hotel, lucky slot. It's right by the Players Club's uh, booth or whatever, um, and there is a slot machine there. It's a penny slot, which I never play penny slots. It's so weird. Uh, but But one time – so a couple years ago, I won 500 bucks. Like I put in 100, I won, I won 500 bucks on a penny slot. So – I went the last time I was there, you know, now during uh, summer league a couple of years ago, I won 300 bucks. And this time I put in another 100 bucks and I won 245 bucks in the wow. same penny slot. Good. It is my Sedano lucky slot at uh, Aria and it's a penny slot. So there you go. That was the only thing I did, LZ, outside of going to the fights. It's the first thing I did. I parked at the garage, the, uh, the Park MGM garage, uh, walked over to Aria, played the slot, and then walked to the arena. You can tell me the real story off air. I know Kelly. I swear to God. Right I no, swear no, 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 to God. I got you. I got you. I'm not going to let you I do that. I swear to God. Ask Ryan Clark. He was sitting there next to me the whole time. George, George, you know George I got me boys. We, I got you. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> Did you drive there by yourself and drive home by yourself? Just go solo? Yes. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good driving right there. That's the way to stay awake, pal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it was hot as hell, though. Good Lord. It was 123 degrees on the drive there at one point. <laughs> I was like, I was just looking at my my temperature gauge going, how high can this go? It was insane. Anyway, all right. 
Coming up next, we've got great anniversaries today. Um, but before we get into that, we mentioned Stephen A. Smith. He has now issued an apology. If you don't know, he made some comments about Shohei Otani, which he has since apologized for. But I want to touch on this because I feel like I could come at this from a somewhat unique perspective. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But stick around. Uh, we've got lots of fun for you, too, uh, including crazy fun stories uh, from over the weekend. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ay, ay, ay. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So, a couple of things here real quick. We've got some cool anniversaries. Let's do some fun stuff first before we get into the serious stuff. So, uh, nonetheless, let, let's start there. So, real quick, today, mm-hmm. anniversary-wise, we have – I'm going to ask you guys to pick your adventure here. So, we have – a cool movie anniversary. We have a game show anniversary. We have a musical anniversary. And technically it was yesterday, but we also have a really cool L.A. sports anniversary. Of those four, we'll let the th- I'll let the three of you pick. L.A. sports. Uh, L.A. sports? Game show. Greg? Music. Oh, <laughs> Jesse, pick one of those. Game show. Okay. So the game show. Jesse broke the tie. Uh, today... This will be remembered, Jesse. This will be remembered. (laughs) Jesse's in for Laura today. uh, It's great to have Jesse aboard today, Jesse the body, my man, Jesse Lopez. Yes. Yes, sir. Jesse, go and get body. He keeps siding with you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So today is the 45-year anniversary of Richard Dawson premiering as the host of Family Feud. Wow. So what better time? Yes. So we should play the feud. Let's play the feud. Greg? All right. Welcome back to the SLK Family Feud. Nice. What's going on? All right. So today we are going to go in a certain order. We're going to go with Sedano, LZ, Cap, and then Jesse on, on the back end. We're going to start off with you, Sedano, and we're going to start off with name a famous wizard. There's top six answers on the board. Wait, wait, wait. Name a famous wizard? Is that Name what you a famous wizard. Yes. yes, a famous wizard. As in wizard. like a Washington wizard? No, not a Washington <laughs> wizard. Like magic wizard. He's stalling while he Googles. Yes, Greg. exactly. 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 No, no, I, 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 no, because you said wizard. So I'm thinking wizard, Washington. Of course, what the hell I'm going to think. Two Z's or with one Z? No, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I I cover the NBA for a living. I thought it was kind of strange. You wanted to go with Washington Wizards, but I mean, nonetheless, I mean, magical I wizard. Ooh, magic wizard. Name a Merlin? famous ma- Merlin. Merlin. Yes, like Merlin on the board, number two. Merlin, okay, a famous Merlin? wizard. Nicely no. done. All right, LZ. Still five answers on the board. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is on the board. That is number five. Number oh, five. Number wow. five. I, I would have thought that was number one. No. Yeah, me too. Holy cow. Who are now these I feel good answer. weird. Good answer. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Still All right, Cap. People. Still four answers left. Name a famous wizard. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Yoda. Is Yoda a wizard? 
You oh. definitely Googled that. You don't even like Star Wars. <laughs> Who are you fooling? Like Yo, Yoda well, I tried not... to play it off, dude. I tried to play it I off. I mean, but Dad, you got to pick something that's not something we know you don't like. You don't You're cheating. Yoda. You go with Yoda. cheats at a pickup game of Family Feud? I mean, I for do. the love of wait, God, wait, at least if you're going to cheat, now, cheat better than that. Wait a second. Hold on. Now, 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 how do you know I cheated unless because you Googled Because you don't like Star Wars. Unless you Googled the No, because I... Because Yoda, you don't like Star Wars. So what? I still went with Yoda because I thought it was a good answer. No, you no, don't even win. No, 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 no you don't no like Star Wars. That. So immediately I'm like, Yoda? Like, Yoda, I, would, I wouldn't have guessed Yoda, but you knowing Yoda, you well, are definitely Well, because it was on a list that. here because a famous wizard. There the you go. Was so Oz. now you admit oh, you cheated. Well, yeah, I admit it, but it was the only one I had was Oz. No, you didn't admit it. You were called out on it. Right. Well, by a guy who also Googled it. How did I Google? I said Merlin. Merlin is the most basic answer you could give for a wizard. He is the most famous. Answer wizard. on the ten most famous uh, wizards. Just what? embarrassing. Yeah, it's not even a real topic. Anyways, Yoda is a Jedi, not yes, a wizard. He's a well, Jedi, right? All right, Jesse. Let's move this along, Jesse. <laughs> I got, I, so you Googled and hold on. Oh, First, LZ. Oh, we, and me always make fun of you for not googling. Then you Google, and then you Google poorly. Well, no, I'm not googling <laughs> poorly. I've just decided to go with this one: the ten greatest wizards of all time. Merlin was number one. What is the? Who is this website? What it, like? What is the website? Like what? Where, AmazingStories.com. I mean, AmazingStories.com. Very stuff. Like from NBC. I don't know. I mean, for the love of, if it would have been like Rolling Stone or something, maybe you know what I'm saying. Mm, but are like, they known for their wizard summer. No, I'm just saying something that gets an actual outlet. You know, oh. not AmazingStories.com that any Joe I think Blow they put could it have there created. just to throw you off. To see I thought if, if Yoda would have been on the board, I think you guys would have been super impressed. No, I would have been really upset. No, I would have said you're Jedi. definitely cheating because you don't even like Star Wars. Well, all I can tell you is, yeah, I cheated. All right. All right. Well, that kind of ruins how I... Yeah, that's it. We get disqualified. We lost. Yep. Really? Cheating. Yeah. Cheating Thanks, Cap. You out. Wow. You're, like, you're, you're, you're like the baseball player on PEDs. Yeah, hitting mm. bombs. <laughs> Except you struck out. Yeah, in this case, totally, totally. Yoda was a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> a bomb, the, uh, the real bomb. Yeah, not like. Not I would never. Have, honestly, all I had was Wizard of Oz. I'm like, oh man, I got nothing here. What was the name? Was it? What was the name? Was it the wizard? Was it it's, just it's the wizard? Gandalf. I don't know. I, I, Gandalf I was, was on. Gonna say. Yeah, Gandalf was in there. Harry Potter, Mor Merlin, Gandalf, Merlin. Doctor Strange, the Wizard of Oz, and Voldemort. Doctor Strange Voldemort is a wizard. Would have been yeah. He is. Yeah. Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Oh, okay. Send the title. I really got to blame this website, AmazingStories.com. <laughs> sure. No, you got to blame yourself for cheating in a game integrity. on the I mean, radio. Love. It was the anniversary game. of Richard Dawson, oh, and you cheated. Hold on a second. LZ was saying George is stalling while he's Googling. And, and you while were George, Googling. That's correct. That is correct. And you were the one actually that Googling. That is correct. I was Googling. I knew the crime. I just had the wrong suspect. Yep. I no know. shame. No shame whatsoever. You, you, you talk about racism. You picked the Latino guy being the guy cheating and, 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 and you know. Doing well, I mean, we, nefarious you, you, work. You kind of earned the name Chiva for a reason, George. <laughs> Stop it. Just kind of rolling with it. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Back in the sorry, I didn't get to way. answer, Jesse. Yeah, sorry, uh, Jesse. Okay. Scott's yeah, fault. See what happens we'll when you pick with Cap? I told yeah. you. We'll do it again you know, later I'll on keep, the show, I remember Jesse. that, Elsie. I remember there you that. Go. We'll give That's you another shot later on the show. Richard Dawson would kiss everybody on the show. Any woman now today... We've if moved Steve on, Harvey Cap. did that, it's too late. We moved yeah. on, buddy. You yeah. All I'm it saying up is this: if Steve Harvey did that, everybody think he'd be creepy. But back in the day, Richard Dawson had to kiss every single contestant. We had a we, we had different sensibilities, nonetheless. Um, all right, uh, Jesse, how much time do we have here? 
in this uh, in the ne- how long is this commercial break? Make him do math on the middle of the air. I'm just asking. Two twenty-five, son. Two twenty-five. Ooh, with a quick style, I like son. it. Look at that. You see why you ask? Why you think you can't do math? What's your problem? You know, I did son? ahead of time. I just haven't hit the send button on the text message. Okay, there you go. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Um, All right, so we've got a couple minutes here. So let's just do this real quick, okay? Um, Stephen A. Smith... Uh, made a comment today, okay? And in his comment today on First Take, and I watched the entire 11-minute segment, okay, today to get real. I wanted to get the whole context of what transpired there. And he made a comment about Shohei Otani um, where he's had this. This is the basic quote, right? I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can't understand what the hell he's saying in this country when talking about Shohei Otani being the face of Major League Baseball. Now, here's – now, initially, we've had discussions, okay, about – can Giannis be the face of the NBA? You know, he's an international player. And 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 I don't I don't think that that conversation in itself, and you guys feel free to please correct me if I'm wrong, is the issue. I think that the issue is the stuff with the language, right? Um, and I say this coming from a place like this, because now that I saw the entire clip, um, while I understand what he was trying to get at, and I'm glad he has since apologized, okay? Took a minute. It, 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 he has since apologized, nonetheless. Um, I, I understand. I, I, this is the the thing that kind of went through my head as I watched this, and I'm like, I, you know, I'm Hispanic. I grew up around a lot of guys who played baseball. Okay, and I've covered the sport many many years ago. It's been a long time, but I I've always remember having these conversations, and it happened to me actually here in boxing. I did an interview with Canelo Alvarez here on the station, and I did it in Spanish. And the reason I did it in Spanish and translated it in English was because I knew I would get the best out of him, right? Um, and same with baseball players over the years, right? Um, you know, I, I knew I could get the best out of them and show their real personality and how engaging they are if they didn't have to think about speaking in a second language that was basically foreign to them. Now, Shohei Otani can speak English. I've seen him read uh, a thing at an MLB Awards thing that's been viral today as well. But it's different speaking comfortably, and, tr- and in, especially in an era where there are a lot of pitfalls. You don't want to make a mistake and step in it, especially in your second language. So that's kind of what stuck out to me. Like, mm, yeah, that, that's not the way, to, you know, while I understand what you were saying about the face, that's not the same a- as what you ended up saying because of the language part of it. And, and it was, to his point, as he understood later, insensitive LZ. Um, because of that, right? Because there are plenty of people um, who come to this country, including my parents. Uh, now, my dad spoke English, uh, but when he came to this country, my mom didn't speak English all that great, and, and it took her years to learn. Like, I just think that that part of the equation gets missed a lot in these conversations and not understanding that that can be insensitive. Well, I, for me, I can't speak for anyone else, but it's a combination of things because prior to the comments about Shohei Otani, um, and Asian American players in general, but him specifically, 
he also mocked the names of the Nigerian basketball players who Correct. defeated Team USA. And it was getting a little Fox Newsy for me, all the xenophobia, and I was very disappointed, to be quite honest with you. Um, not that I'm rooting for Team USA to lose or that I don't, you know, I want someone else to be the face of baseball. It's just that the position that he holds has a lot of influence. You know, this platform that we all are, are blessed with, you know, there are people listening and take what we have to say to heart. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they take what we have to say and they take it out in other spaces. And so when we do things or say things that can be destructive like that, we are indirectly giving some people who may be having nefarious thoughts permission to continue on the path that they're on or continue making fun of Nigerian players or continue mocking the success of Shohei Artani and, and, and other uh, Asian American players, as well as Latino players who make it here, who may have a last name that some people may find difficult. Um, it just gives a little grace to some of that behavior. And that's the part that's most disappointing to me. I get it. You know, you know, that happens to everyone who tries to uh, get in some zingers and some one-liners and try and be funny. I certainly have said things that I regret. You know, I'm sure other people who are either paid comedians or fake comedians like me, we all get in trouble for saying stuff. That, sure. that part is true. But where that stuff comes from is, is, is illuminating. And so my disappointment was that it was sort of a weekend of you know, sort of xenophobic sort of jokes that in a country that is, shall we say, not quite there yet. Um, it was disappointing to have someone with such a huge platform um, give xenophobia a little bit of breath for the hopes of a couple of giggles. Yeah. And you know what, George, I'll make it really quick. And if we want to go deeper into it. That's fine. But I think um, a couple of things here. Um, first of all, Stephen A's take is really old. I mean, that's a that's a take from the 80s. Like, if he doesn't speak English, then he can't be the star. I mean, that, that is an old, old take. The other thing is, I think a lot of times a player like Otani or others from other countries might actually want to hold on to their language because they're representing their home country. You know, and they know that they've got their fan base back home, and they're the exceptional one that comes over to Major League Baseball, and they want to hold on to their roots and what they are and, and keep it real in their own way. So I think, I think Stephen A., tried to say something that is a very old take and really not relevant in 2021 anymore. That's what yeah, I think. I, I, and I, honestly, I, just one more little, little thing sure. too, to Cap's point, which was an excellent point. Excellent point. Um, I for sure know athletes internationally who are very comfortable speaking English and just choose not to. <laughs> just because. Right. You know, they just on GP, they just don't want to because they don't feel that English should be the dominant language for every sport, particularly international sports. And since Shohei Otani may very well be putting together the greatest season this sport has ever seen, if we are truly a international major league baseball league, then we will find ways to make arguably the greatest baseball player of all time the face of that sport. Yeah. And look, I, you know, he. Stephen A. mentioned in those comments, and again, he has since apologized, so I want people to know that if you're just tuning in. Um, you know, he makes a comment that, you know, baseball's audience is older and yada yada, and and I get that, but if you want, like, and if you, basically, if you want to get, if you want to, you want to change that audience, right? Like, if you want that audience to get younger, you need to make sure that, you know, the, 
athletes in question, right? Man, George, it, it, I just think that's garbage, man. No, no, wait, wait. Because, and, and once, because once upon a time, people were saying, we can't have Jackie Robinson because baseball fans are white, and will they accept this, and blah, 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 blah. Well, like, I, I, if you, when you start down that path, what you're saying is the status quo is much more important than what's being progressive. Uh, well, that's my point, is that I think it's actually the opposite. I think that those old baseball fans that are aging out, right, are the ones that may have an that may have an issue with it, are not really shouldn't be the focus of Major League Baseball. The focus should be how do we get some of those younger fans, right? Like everyone is is you know because he was making the case that uh, you know everyone is coveting this younger demographic and that because of that you need English. I would say to the contrary. I think that a the young the younger people are the more open they are to, well, that's just, you know, that's how he speaks and like have less of an issue with it than someone who's more stuck in, in their ways and older. <laughs> so I would actually argue his point is the opposite of what he was trying to make. Is well, what I was and, saying. And, and let me ask you guys this question. You guys ever hear Mike Trout talk? Mike Trout. Um, I was going to say chipper. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, right. I'm I mean, with listen, you. I mean, I, as far as I know, Mike Trout is from New Jersey and his first language is English. But guess what? I never hear him ever. I never hear him. I never see him. When Stephen A is talking about how Shohei Otani's not in any commercials and baseball needs to do better. I'm like, wait a second. Mike Trout is just a white dude from New Jersey who's had the best five years uh, over the last five years. Right. And, He's like Mickey Mantle of today. Right. And nobody right. sees him and hears him. Right. And he speaks English as far as I know. Yeah. Listen, I'm assuming Chipper does. Because sometimes when he gets that chew and he starts that drawl, I don't right. know what he'd be saying. Although, I will say this. <laughs> Chipper did some games for us last year on ESPN and was much was really good. Like, I thought, yeah, I didn't know what to expect out. from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> once he took the chew out. <laughs> he did. He took, he did. He took the chew out. And he was good. He had, now, maybe, you know, I think that also, it also helped that he did games with John Shambi, who he has a relationship with, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that. That always helps, LZ and Scott, as you guys know, but it, if but you it, know guys. But the, but the point isn't, you know, no, no, right, right, right. You know, yeah. his commentary yeah. is just yeah. that if understanding a star is the player, yeah, you know, why is it okay that country accents are the acceptable? Agreed, agreed, a hundred percent over. Yes, I, yeah. I agree. That's Nonetheless, like I said earlier, like I said earlier, by the way, Conor McGregor was speaking what I think English. is known as English. It is, English. but I didn't understand a freaking word he said. Right, right. Um, yeah. So any, anyway, um, we're going to get back to some fun stuff here in a second. We're not going to break yet. We are going to – I'm literally going to talk about my friend Sam and Ash who I had lunch with today, and we're going to continue this. I want to open up the phones to you guys, and then we can play overrated, underrated in the next segment or whatever. I know we normally do it at 4.30. Unless you want to do it now, Greg, it's up to you. No, we can do it at 4.40. Okay, let, let's do that at 4.40 because, you know, I don't want to move it too far off from where we normally play it. There's no bash um, for cash? There's no bash for cash today because all the home runs are being done in the home run derby today. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, oh, so we should have some, well, someone picking the contest, you're saying? Yeah, like, you know, who's going to win? I don't know. I think we're going to do that. I guess it's too late. Yeah. My Greg. Bad. The idea right. is also to be a Dodger or an angel. There's only one angel. That is true, but there is an angel in there. One singular angel. Yeah, I just watched Otani. The guy we've just talked about for the last time. Michael. That's the big angel. Yeah. yeah. I'm just watching Otani warm up, by the way, for the home run derby. Which is incredible. And and honestly, he didn't he didn't hit as many home runs as you might think. He's saving you know, himself. Well, that or, you know, in game, he's getting ninety five mile an hour fastballs that he's bashing four hundred and fifty feet, whereas these are just like I mean, this is batting practice nonsense, and he—he he, it looked like he was all off timing. Like, all right. Now, I may be proven wrong. He may wind up hitting 100 home runs and winning this whole thing, 
But I'm going to go in a different direction today. I'm going to try and find a sleeper here. I'm going to go for a long shot. So, LZ, pick, pick someone in the home run derby today. Who do you got? You can't pick Otani, though. Can I Google? Because I actually don't know. Okay, yeah. Scott, go. You go while you, LZ Googles. All right. So, I'm contemplating here Juan Soto, who is the eighth seeded. Wait, wait. But Juan Soto, remember, this is a bracket competition. Juan Soto is competing directly against Otani. Which is why I'm having a hard time. Like, am I going to go with what I just saw Otani not do in the warm-ups? And Soto, who's one of my favorites, just because every at-bat, he does some kind of different dance in the batter's box. Or... Maybe I should go Trevor's story who plays in Colorado and knows the ballpark, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go way out on a limb here. Okay. I just watched the warmups and saw Trey Mancini. Does anybody even know who Trey Mancini is or who he plays for? The boom Orioles. Boom Mancini? Not Boom Boom. Not Boom no, Boom. No, no, no. Different know, Mancini. No. Trey Mancini. <laughs> yes. Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles. Yes. I just watched him warm up. He was hitting bombs. So yeah. just for a goof, and going for a long shot here because I can't play the chalk. Otani's like two to one. This All guy right. Mancini's got to be like twenty-five to one. I'll take Trey Mancini. Okay, fair enough. LZ quickly because we have to. We're way over the break. All right. So uh, my agent's name is Matt Olson. Done. Oh, okay. So you're gonna go with the Oakland A's player, Matt Olson. Yeah, done. My agent okay. is it out of the park, so I'm gonna figure this guy will too. Boom! There you go. I'm going to go with Joey Gallo because that guy's humongous and all he hits is bombs from the Texas Rangers. So, no, we're not, we're not allowed to pick Otani. That's the deal. All right, we're going to be back in four minutes. Uh, we're going to play overrated, underrated next. But first, a look at traffic with our girl Kiki. Kiki, what's up? Thank you, George. I'm going to go uh, downtown LA. Some good news. Finally, I give you some good news. Earlier crash, now clear. The 110 northbound right before the 101 traffic. It is stopped from the 10. Crash Rancho Cucamonga, 210. Eastbound, right after Archibald Avenue. This report sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has amazing prices for everything on your back-to-school list. Right now, eight packs of Pep Rally number two pencils, staple pencil cap erasers, and Staples comp books are just 50 cents each. Offer ends 9-18-21. Pencils available in-store only. Offers may vary online. Staples. I'm Kiki with your traffic, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you very much, Chris, as always. All right, birthday time, birthday time, LZ. Mm-hmm. All right. So over under, and it's a new week, so you know what that means. Your get-out-of-jail-free card is back. It just feels like I should be able to have that one carry over. I didn't use it last week. It should be like mileage. You know, with the airline companies. I mean, but you used one last week, so you can't use two. Wait, when did I use it on? On Friday, on Friday, didn't you use it? No, we made a big to-do. Oh, you I didn't. didn't. Oh, so, all right, fine, fine, that works. All right, so the, for today. You can't carry them over? This isn't vacation days. <laughs> right, not use it over. It's already over. It's we just made saying... the whole rule game up. Like, what are you talking about? Why can't we amend rules? I mean, we, well, up. if we amend rules, we need like two thirds of a vote, just like in you know, like you know, to amend like uh, you know, the that Constitution. That sounds arbitrary. Who decides it needs to be two thirds of a vote? <laughs> just like, just like Congress. <laughs> two thirds vote to find out if it's a two thirds vote. 
Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> All right. Around the filibuster and just use Jesse, who owes <laughs> All right. Whatever LZ said, I agree with it. Boom. Done. All right, all right, LZ. Birthday times: mm-hmm. Julio Caesar Chavez or Richard Senior. Yes. I was going to say, wasn't it just his birthday? No, 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 no. Senior, <laughs> senior, senior. Okay. Or Richard Simmons. Oh, Ooh. wow, toughy. Wow. It is a little tough, huh? Yeah. This that one's tough. tough. That one's tough. Let's see. Where pride is over, so I don't have to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Only during Pride Month. Really. Only during Pride Month is where you can maximize. Right. Uh, let me see here. How many did he win in a row? I mean, <laughs> he won a lot. It was like how many? It was like a ridiculous stretch. Like it was like a decade. Like I'm just not losing this decade. Uh, I uh, think he had 87 wins in a row. Maybe 89. It was no 87 fight win streak. He had a draw in there with Pernell Whitaker in '93. <laughs> yeah, Richard. I'm sorry, dog. You overrated. I, I'm, I, I can't, under no clear conscience, say a man who had that kind of streak going on is anything but underrated. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I, I can't add anything to that. I mean, yeah, so I'm looking it up here now. His fright record was 89 wins, zero losses, and one draw before his first professional loss to Frankie Randall in 94. <laughs> um, and then he had the 87 fight win streak, right? To, he had the draw to Purnell Whitaker in 93. Yeah. yeah. And Purnell just- was Mr. Defense. It's extraordinaire. So. Yeah. It's no harm in having a draw on that because you probably couldn't touch him. Yeah. But for the fun of it, let me make a case for Richard Simmons as being the one who's underrated. You ready? Okay. Yeah. When I when I say to you, Richard Simmons, what's the very, very first thing that comes to your mind? Are you saying after just gay? Or you're just like No, like like if I say Richard Simmons, what pops into your mind first things first? Well, exercise, right? Like Okay. Yeah. All right. How about you, LZ? Gay? Okay, for me, it's dolphin shorts, okay? Seeing Richard Simmons rock little teeny tiny dolphin shorts and a tank top, and he was an exercise guru, but let's face it, he never really looked like he was in very good shape, and he had this big afro, and he was hilarious. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know his story? I know very little of it other than who he is as an exercise character. Whoa, Holmes. Tell me. (laughs) He was... Hugely overweight. That's how he got into exercise. And that's how he became a teacher to inspire people to do the same things. Awesome. So this notion that he never looked like he was in great shape, that man lost like hundreds of pounds. Well, great. You see, you're helping me. This is I'm making the case. He's underrated. Even more, actually, that helps his underrated Um, case. I'm making the case. He's an underrated guy. You know, to have been that overweight, to have gotten himself into the shape he was in, to rock the dolphin shorts, the tank top, the big fro, the character, the deal a meal. You guys remember when he would go on TV and oh, sell Oh, I do remember deal a meal, those cards, yeah. I mean, listen, I know it's the easy answer to say Julio Cesar Chavez is underrated, but I'm going to go Richard Simmons here. Wow, you're saying we took the easy way out. Interesting, all right. Especially since you didn't have all the facts. That's really I know. I know, yeah. and you helped me. Thank you. Yes. Uh, like LZ's like your phone a friend. It's like wrong game, but uh, nonetheless. Like, it's like, sweet Jesus, man. Get it all right. I mean, yeah. thank you, LZ. Yeah. All right, next. All right, Sedano. Washington football team president Jason Wright said today that their new team name will unequivocally depart from any use of or approximate linkage to Native American imagery. So the question is, would you just leave their name as Washington football team, and would that be overrated or underrated? 
I mean, I would. I like. I like how unique it is in that sport. It kind of has a, a soccer feel to it. To be honest with you, I was actually talking about this. Interestingly enough, with Sam and Ash at lunch, um, it, it it literally came up as a conversation. I'm not even joking. Um, and I would do that. I would keep it as watch the football team. They're not uh, clearly. There is uh, something in the works. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, thank you, Jason. Right. Uh, you know, we we made um, certainly. A, a big deal, rightfully so, when he took over as president of the company. Although I'm hopeful that that's the case that you won't have after having to change the right. name. Right. That you won't have any right. Native American imagery. Right. Tell uh, us something it, we don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, okay, thanks. Uh, uh, thank God for that um, because that's what we were expecting uh, or hopeful for. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I would keep it that way. So I would say – is it you asked me if it was overrated if they were to keep it that way or overrated or under? What would was just the leaving the name as Washington football team? Oh, I would say that's underrated because I don't think anyone expects it to be that. I would agree. I, I actually want them to keep the name the Washington football team also because I love the abbreviation WFT. And yeah. every time I see it, I think it says WTF. Correct. And then, of course, I think I know what WTF means, and I think of it as the Washington football team, and I call them the what the you know what. So I want them to keep WFT as the name of the team. Underrated. I, will, I want them to keep WFT as their name as well. One billion percent. Because I want them to be reminded of how they try to gaslight people and say that their original name wasn't a slur. And this is what you're stuck with now. You don't get a normal name now. You get to be called the Washington football team because you try to gaslight history books. Because y'all didn't want to have a new logo. You didn't want the liberals telling you what to do. And it was like, hey, it's a compliment to Native Americans, except for the Native American who keeps saying it's a slur. So Washington football team, yeah. Um, real quick, I just want to add uh, completely separate from this because uh... – Scott, you said that Otani was not impressive during batting practice. Uh, literally, as we came back from break, there was a uh, viral video that has now gone, uh, or a video that has now gone viral He's of him of almost him. literally hitting it out of the stadium. Yeah. Listen, I'm just telling you that I was seeing he was hitting a lot of foul balls. He was hitting a lot of ground balls, but he hit one 510 feet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He almost hit it out of the actual stadium. Like, wow. he hit it so high into the upper deck. Yeah. Well, yeah. in all um, honesty, they have no air there, so that helps. <laughs> yeah, there is not as much air. Uh, Greg, you picked who, by the way? Because we didn't get oh, to Oh, I picked Pete Alonzo. Okay, so champion. I picked Joey Gallo, Matt Olson for uh, LZ, and Scott, Trey you picked Mancini. Trey Mancini. He's, you know, he's a, he's a cancer survivor, this Trey Mancini. I did had not know Had stage that. three cancer last year, and he's come back. He's got 16 oh, bombs in the first half of the season. I did see that story on SportsCenter a while back. Uh, that is a great point. I did not know that. And by the way... Um, the Home Run Derby, obviously, will start at 5. So we will do our own. I, back, Home Run Derby is terrible, back, 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 terrible back, back, back. radio, but we will, we will do our own version of terrible radio and make it, try to make it funny. Uh, by the way, we weren't allowed to pick Otani because it's the obvious pick. So we had to pick other people. All right, what's next, Greg? All right, Cap. Richard Branson made it happen yesterday. He went up into space and back as the crew of the Unity reached its maximum altitude of 53.5 miles, which is 3.5 miles above what NASA and the FAA considered to be the boundary of space. Is this feat overrated or underrated? I'm going underrated, and here's why. I've heard a lot of criticism about this in that, you know, it didn't last very long. The total flight was like 90 minutes. I found myself watching it yesterday morning on YouTube. That's what she said. 
And uh, yeah, and and he goes up, and then he's on this like the the jet is on this plane, and then it blasts off, and it goes up into outer space to a point where everybody in the uh, in the actual plane itself reach this weightlessness thing where they can float around. They can look down and see the Earth. You're not thirty five thousand feet in a plane. You're like several miles, and you can actually see the circular nature of the Earth. So I think he's getting crushed today because it didn't last very long. But I think it's interesting. Just a side note, George, you'll love this. The stock price for Virgin Galactic, down $9 today. So you buy on the rumor, you sell on the news. The news happened yesterday. The stock crashed today. Wow, interesting. Um, I, I'm going to say it is uh, – <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the joke here. I'm going to go it's overrated. Man, you just, you just you know, scratching the surface of space. Like, you're not going to go to real space. You called it outer space. That's like inner space, man. Like, come on, man. Come on, Richard Branson. You know Bezos is going to go farther than you now. You know he's not. He's he's going to beat three and a half miles. You, you should have known better. You should have gone a little further into space. I'm going to say it's overrated because he didn't go anywhere we hadn't already been. Yeah, it's a good point. He didn't go where boldly where no men have gone he went, before. He went kind of like, I mean, really, we've been doing this for some decades now. Yeah. So well, he didn't even do that. Like, he even go to the moon. I mean, like, he just went no. out to just like it's like it's like if I told you, LZ, um, you know, come out, out, come outside to say hello, and you you only go like to your porch. You know what I'm saying? And like, you didn't actually come to my car when I drove by your house. Man, is that how you pick up Kel? I'm just saying. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's that's what it feels like. What Richard that is Branson what it, that is what it felt like. And I was just sort of like, you know, like all right, okay. You know, good for you for this indulgence. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, cool. 17 right. years of R&D to get a 90-minute flight with about 15 minutes in what is considered space. Yeah. All right, that is overrated, underrated. Coming up next, LeBron with some comments about his future with the Lakers. We'll get to that in just a second, plus what you need to know. So, Don Elsie and Cap, 